What are you drinking? What is that? <laughs> it's Bloodwork Orange. Oh, that again. <laughs> Sponsored by the same drink that you had a few weeks ago. Big A beer. <laughs> <laughs> Big it's A. Austin Beer Works. Capital A. Capital oh, A I beer. Go there. I want to go there when I come visit you at some point. That and a rodeo, please. Would this be your first rodeo? <sighs> Is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> There was a study, I can't quote, tell you anything about it, except for researchers were studying. Some people noticed in conversation, there are certain points when it lulls or when someone finishes a point that everyone like kind of takes a drink of something to kind of start a new thing. And they did a study where they were watching people in a movie theater and took note of how many people at the same time would take a bite of popcorn or a drink of soda right during a scene change, for example. It was really interesting how that's... I think about that all the time in terms of having a drink with me and using that as, like, punctuation. That's a really cool study. I I wonder, like, if there were, like, awkward pauses in the movie, would they also take a drink then, too? Yeah, it was really cool. I I don't know how I would... I'm sure it's out there somewhere. It's a Google Mm -hmm. search away. So now you're going to notice it in meetings and stuff, too. <laughs> that everyone takes a drink at the same time? Yeah, it's, like, very apparent. Yeah. You say a thing, you you can tell that they're about to end their point, and then they end the point, and you're like, oh, sip. Just see how I just did that. <laughs> I did. I hope everyone can visualize that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking about design all week. I need a break. This is the perfect time to have a break. Break. A podcast about design. Yeah. I started a meetup. Th- See, we should have both been taking a drink there instead of <laughs> talking at the same time. What were you going to say? I don't even remember. <laughs> you started a meetup. Yes, I uh, started a meetup this week called Designers Who Code for Boston. So Boston in parentheses after Designers Who Code because there is a Designers Who Code in San Francisco, which is awesome. And I'm going to reach out to them and say hello. But uh, yeah, I'm sick of guessing who lives here <laughs> and who likes what and who does what and who wants to meet who. And this is a good way to do that. And I'm excited. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, we have a bunch of people who joined. And I'm hoping to make it kind of like a different thing than the usual hear a talk, eat pizza, and then go home and probably not talk about it again, <laughs> unless people have much more positive meetup experiences. So that's basically my meetup experiences. Yeah. It's either that or like a room full of wildly varied people with wildly varied backgrounds, and most of them aren't interesting to me. Yeah. That's the networking meetup right. versus the talk meetup. I, I want to like do research on different ways to get groups of people who don't know each other to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Like different, act- like, not, not like, not activities with a capital A, but like just some group stuff. We used to do that sort of group stuff at a meetup called Artboard One in San Francisco. And I've wanted to do the same kind of thing here. And I've just been really, really lazy and haven't done it. Yeah, I didn't think. I just did it. I'm like, I don't want to think about what this means. Nope. 
<laughs> to, to don't think card? about the commitment. <laughs> like this could replace a lot of other stuff too in terms of, I don't know, general recruiting work, things of that nature. Like I'm trying to find a balance of how do we build a community of the people who we want to meet and learn from and talk to. And there was no meetup like that. And I was happy to do it. So if you're in Boston, listeners, you should join the Designers Who Code meetup on meetup.com. When's the yeah. first meetup? March 28th in the morning at 8 a.m. Who a morning a meetup. Doing a breakfast. Breakfast tacos? Breakfast tacos, panel discussion about ways to say no. So nice. we're going to have a couple of panelists from the product world, a couple from the agency consultancy world, and just kind of chatting about experiences, pushing back on clients, you know, their superiors, teammates, things of that nature to kind of help people kind of walk away, leaving the feeling of existential dread of saying no. <laughs> well, the trick there is you don't say no. There's the rub. Do you want to be on the panel? We should come to Boston. How cold is it there? <laughs> End of March. It's like balmy, you know? Is that at least like 65? <laughs> uh, you can bring that with you. <laughs> drink. Look, we drink at the same time. You are now, I think I've ruined you. <laughs> I've noticed this all the time. All the time. You've like influenced your data now I know it's in the back of my brain. We are in the same place all the time. So now you're yeah. going to be off spinning around in your world, looking at everyone's drink punctuations <laughs> <laughs> and see where they align with yours. <laughs> I like the idea of like taking drinks and instead of like a period or an exclamation point, you put like a beer or a wine glass. You just like rotate out real punctuation for like yes, drinks. I love that. A glass of water, tea coffee and that like sort of reinforces the sentence right like adds yeah. a lot of meaning yeah and there's some sentences that you say with like as if you're holding like a martini you know right and some that you say <laughs> as if you're holding tea that's a total tea sentence thank you it is i think anything that we're doing into this microphone is like a tea a couple of times when we did this in the morning i had coffee you know, I haven't had coffee since the end of August. So this was like, this is the time when I was drinking that all the time. Yeah. You're my hero for that. I don't, I, I couldn't do that. You can, you can. No, no, I, no, I can't. Well, you don't have to. No one has to. I kind of had to. I actually just to feel better not having it. Yeah. So what's up with you? What have you been doing? One of the things I've been doing was editing a video then now I have like so much more respect for Tom and what he does. Oh my God, totally. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah. We recorded, me and another designer recorded one of our skill interviews. So I think we've talked at length in past episodes about our new hiring process. So I recorded one with a designer here at ThoughtBot. The main reason for that was so that other people can watch how I give the interview and so like we want to get other designers up to speed and comfortable with giving that interview. And this is kind of the first step. The second step would be joining one with me or you or one of the other design directors that has sat in on an interview already. That was the main goal of that. And so I was editing that video because for whatever reason, my audio and the video and audio from my computer were not synced up. And that was really frustrating. Oh, and there was no. also... 
so much like I, w- I had a cold at the time and so I was coughing and Ugh. you could hear the cars going by as, as I imagine Tom's listening to this and hearing the cars going by it's amazing how much audio the the mic pick up from outside oh man yeah that must have taken you like three days <laughs> to do <laughs> no it didn't it, I mean it took a lot longer than I wanted it to I wanted it to be like magical and just like record and then export and then be like here you go. And yeah. I, I did that. I recorded it. I didn't even watch it in screen. What's the screen recording software? I don't remember. But like exported it. And I was just like, oh, this audio is terrible. Like me and Steven, our designer from Raleigh, who, who did it with me, we were like talking over each other. And I was like, I don't remember that happening. And it was just, it, it started to become really obvious that the audio wasn't in sync. I was like, damn it. Yikes. It took a little while to just clean it up. I think it took me longer to export it out than it did to like clean it up. But I, it's also not like high quality and professional, as I imagine if we had Tom do it, it would be really, really well done. Mm-hmm. So the other thing, we're starting to think about a redesign for thoughtpot.com. And so I'm starting that process by doing some interviews or wanting to do some interviews. So we're trying to line those up with either recent people who have signed a contract or recent people who have hired someone else or had an internal team do their project. The idea there is we're going to kind of walk through a jobs to be done switch interview with them and have a better idea of their timeline, their motivations, the process of, you know, all the way up to choosing how they want to move forward, all of their thoughts and feelings and so I started talking to the salespeople about that and trying to get those lined up. Why are we going to redesign the site? <laughs> There's, a, we have a Elena, or one of our designers in Boston, has mm-hmm. a long list of pain points, both from our standpoint. So as the design team who manages the website, from our marketing team who wants to continue to update the website, to our customer and making sure that like we're clearly communicating what it is we do and how it is we're going to make them successful. And so I think for each user type, each situation, there's multiple reasons for why. I think from the design team's perspective, there's just not a very consistent style throughout the site and throughout our sites in general. So wanting to make everything more consistent and have a design system in the background that's making it more consistent From our marketing side, it's making sure that they can edit easily and update easily and add easily. So having some sort of CMS in the background. And then the last piece is is just making sure that we have the right content that's speaking to our customers. That's a tall order. (laughs) It is. It's also like I told the whole team this It's been three-ish years since we've redesigned the site. And as a design company, three years strikes me as a a fairly long time for us to go without redesigning. I'm excited for it. I think we redesigned it just when I joined. It was redesigned like six months later or so. And I don't even remember what the old one was. But yeah, when we were interviewing for like marketing positions, some people went through the site. And we all kind of were like, yes, it does speak to a person who might have a certain knowledge about these things already. I don't know. It's just it's just a lot of a lot of copy, a lot of text on that site, which is fine. 
but I'm excited to see how we can kind of still have that information, but in a more engaging way. Mm-hmm. Are you going to change the color to like green or something? <laughs> change our primary <laughs> color. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not red anymore. No way. <sighs> Do you know why our, our primary color is red? No. It's because Chad, our CEO, that's his favorite color. That's why. <laughs> <Which is like, laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It's a good color. It's like an agency. It's like requires a power like color agency. Yeah. That's why McDonald's is red and yellow. I thought McDonald's like, was red and yellow to make you hungry and to get you yep. out of their restaurant quick. Out? Really? Yeah. Like the Ouch. red and yellow are like very aggressive. And so it makes you want to leave the restaurant faster. And that way they can get people in and out faster. Yeah, Burger King is way too subdued. We need like, you know, like. <laughs> Burger King's original colors were bright red as well. Oh, was orange? it like orange? <laughs> I think so. It was red and orange. So it's like oh the same God. kind of, for whatever reason, red makes us hungry. It speaks to our animal brain. Definitely. And then. And blue is an appetite suppressant. Is it? Huh. Yeah. That's why they call it blue plate special. Because, okay, I'm hoping this is correct, but we're not going to Google this right now. But I've heard that it's called that because the plate is smaller. It's like it works out where you don't want to eat a lot anyway because it's it's a blue plate. So <laughs> they can get away with giving you less food, which is why it's cheaper. One time I painted my kitchen blue and I realized like a year and a half in why I never ate in the kitchen. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's sort of, I, <laughs> it's weird. I ate in the room that was yellow. I never uh, ate in that kitchen, ever. How about you? Yeah. What have you, you've been working on besides that's a, a meetup? question. I will have to consult my calendar because there's been a lot of <laughs> random stuff that I've been doing <laughs> this week. That's what I do every week for 15.5 is I just like, what did I do this week? So just in general, it's going to start recruiting designers mm-hmm. we are hiring designers in boston and throughout our offices so i had a bunch of one-on-ones i had a sales call just little things i'm unbooked you know on client work this week so i got a lot of stuff done that i wanted to get done and then i'll be in a sprint next two weeks my goal this week was to set up a lot of stuff that i can kind of come back to again in a couple of weeks so the meetup was like a huge part I just had that idea randomly in the morning when I start, I opened up LinkedIn and started to like look for candidates and just people in general who like in, in the area. And I was like, wait, I hold on a minute. <laughs> let me do like, let me do the reverse right now and try to have them just come forward. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. LinkedIn is one of the hardest places that I've found to like actually find designers because mm-hmm. there's no place to put portfolio stuff. And so like that gets lost. And so you have to like judge based on their history and then do some digging and. And not everyone uses it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I was reaching out to some people for this panelist discussion that we're going to have. Half responded and half were just like radio silence. Then I found their emails, did that instead. But still nothing. What is yeah. going on? I'm actually shocked that you got half response from LinkedIn. I don't check my LinkedIn and I've turned off all of the notifications and I'll check it like once a month be like, Oh, there's like five people here that have been waiting for an answer from me. Oh my God. I did the same thing. I didn't realize, but I had archive. I had a filter set up my email 
So every time a LinkedIn email came in, just like skip the inbox. But that was for everything. So then there, I'd go in every now and then and see messages from like old colleagues or like an old, I was like, oh shit. Like, I really wanted to talk to her. Like, ugh. So then I like fixed the filter and now I, now I, I only get messages, like private messages. Yeah, that plus site is just like becoming like a garbage dump. <laughs> yeah, I think the biggest issue is they'd notify me of everything. So it's just like emails on top of emails and I, I couldn't figure out how to tone down the emails. So I just was like, you know what? All of them are going off. You know, I would be in favor of text updates over email. Oh, no. Like, I'm happy checking it once a month. I've never missed anything that I was like, oh, man, this is terrible because I missed yeah. it. Well, those kinds of updates, hell no. Like the someone looked at your profile. Someone thought about you, right. you know, you put your, you put your password in wrong. Oh, I hate those. Like when I first joined Facebook many, 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 many moons ago with my college Facebook account, that is still the email that's under my Facebook. And I have lost complete access to that email. I don't even know how to even get into it. And I can't, it's gone. It's deleted. But all the Facebook emails go into this like deleted email account so for my personal Facebook, I get zero email for that. But when I've signed up for Facebook with like uh, accounts for, for work, that's when I learned, oh my God, they email you everything. And I was just so overwhelmed. Filter, skip inbox, delete. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I don't want to look at any of this. This is garbage. Yeah. But the one that really was annoying was I wrote my password in. It was it was a failed attempt. Like, it was the wrong password. But they knew it was, like, a password I used to have. So then, like, the emails I would get after, like, a wrong password attempt, it was like, like, oh, my God, like, your your password. It's it's not – it's almost correct, but it's not really. And I'm like, why, why are you emailing me this? You just told me that on the site. Like, you just told me that in the login screen. Now I'm getting emails? And rent. I hate that. That's so dumb. It's like so annoying. Yeah, but you got to increase that engagement. It's Facebook. Like how much more engagement can you have with, I mean, literally everyone in the world is on it. <laughs> like almost. You ha- like You have to increase that engagement. <laughs> you got to make the logo bigger. <laughs> you got to make that pop, you know? Yeah. Oh, so much engagement. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to engage the engagement. I- I've been doing good though on, I have an email account that I only give friends and I don't, I don't use it for signing up for anything. And that's been like, every now and then things come through the cracks, but I like zap it away. I filter it away. Do you have like a, a place that you, you go to for solace? Solace? And, and like and it, <laughs> for, for my email? Yeah. <laughs> I try to keep my personal email that. I even try to keep my work email that. I don't like notifications. So everything is usually turned off by default. I think... The only ones that I get are ones that I know I need to take action on. Otherwise, I try to unsubscribe or change my preferences. Or if they don't have an easy way to do that, I'll filter it to spam because I'm mean. That's right. You like go to sign up for emails, like to sign up for marketing stuff. And you're like Kyle plus spam at. (laughs) Yeah. 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 If they ask me for my email. Yeah. I don't want them sending me things. I just sent everything to my Yahoo address that I've had since I was like nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 
every year I get 0.5% more embarrassed that I have that I give them that because I I only use my Yahoo email address for like store promotions, like sign up for their mailing list, sign up to get 10% off, like yes. And then it's just houses all of that crap. And then every now and then I'll pop in if I'm feeling like I need some retail therapy. I'll go into my Yahoo address and there is tons of stuff in there. Tons of stuff. But I hate that. You hate that you have a Yahoo? Yeah, I've had it for so long. I feel like that's not that bad. Yeah, I guess it's not. I don't know. It's just such a silly word to say. I just hate saying it. And I hate saying it with a straight face. Like at Yahoo, you know? Why why is that any different than Google? (laughs) Well, it's Gmail, not Google.com. Gmail sounds cooler than uh, at yahoo.com. <laughs> God, I hate saying it, Kyle. You could have like an MSN email or like, there's plenty of worse emails. Could buy a really weird domain like Regulation Hamburger. <laughs> Regulation Hamburger.com. <laughs> that is a call back <laughs> from the summer. Retail therapy at Regulation Hamburger.com. That's, that's, that's my I email. love that. Oh, I wanted to ask you, in regards to you not liking notifications, how does that affect how you design? Or does it? I, I think it does. I try to make sure that all of the emails and notifications that we're sending people, the word I'd like to use is humane. Just thinking about what people do and don't want to get, or at, at like the very least, like what I would and wouldn't want to get. And I'm probably like, my wife makes fun of me because of the amount of attention that I give to not getting notifications. <laughs> so I know yeah. I'm I'm definitely not a major use case for that. I don't even know if people like getting notifications. Like I've never met anyone who likes getting promotional emails. Right. I love getting an email every two days about all the products I can be buying. Like, I don't know. Maybe you just don't know the right people. But. I think people like getting like phone notifications a trigger or something in her head that's like, oh, there's something new to look at. But I do what you do too. Like when I make, when I get a new app, I turn off notifications. It's like allow us, I'm like, nope, don't allow notifications because you're not going to tell me anything that, <laughs> that I'm going to be interested in. I'm sorry. <laughs> like I, I will visit the app when I want to visit the app. I don't need a way in. Yeah. I've, I've been meaning to turn off notifications for CNN, <laughs> but they're, they're too good to, to turn off. <laughs> Especially when things happen like the polar vortex. <laughs> These <laughs> notifications have been insane. Like, it's very sad. Oh, my God. It's horrible. Like, out in the Midwest. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. It's just really, really horrible out Cold. there. But I don't know. CNN. They're like, get ready for thermal whiplash. And I was like, thermal whiplash? This is too good to turn off. I need more buzzwords. <laughs> who, who gets to make those names up? I think anyone. I think we could make one up. I don't think I'm creative enough to polar vortex. I highly disagree. Do you think they workshop that? Do you think they like go into a room yeah. and design sprint around it? I don't know because it's, it also feels like the kind of thing that, that can come up in conversation that someone just randomly said. It's a like, you know lunchtime I mean? conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like there's gonna be a bomb cyclone like coming up the coast. Like I wonder if like they all talk like that at lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they have like a reservoir of, of names they like just came up with during one meeting a few years ago and just like kind of random name generator thing. She's like, yeah. oh, pick me a new name. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Even like naming hurricanes or naming storms, like where do those come from? I think some of those are, those are like alphabetical. 
Yeah. But then the name yeah. itself, I don't know. I wonder if there'll be a Hurricane Jackie. There might have already been one. It sounds like more of a sitcom about like an aunt who has way too much fun at weddings. <laughs> Hurricane Jackie. Oh no, Hurricane Jackie's here. <laughs> oh, well, Jacqueline, uh, no one would ever. That would be a nightmare if they had my name spelling Jacqueline as like, no one ever gets my name spelled correctly. So I can only imagine if weather people tried that. Hmm. Oh God, it would be like, wait, who? Is it Q? Is there a K? <laughs> like, no one cares. If you were like a weather thing, a weather system, which what would you be? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question for... That's a good first day of a design sprint question. Yeah. Well, what would it be? Sort of a sad question, too. <laughs> oh, no, it could be a sun shower. I don't know. The self-deprecating part of me wants to be like, I'm like a week-long rainstorm, slow rainstorm. I was going to say, I think you'd be like a tropical rainstorm. <laughs> but those are like quick and fast. And like afterwards, you're like, oh, it's like nice, right? Like the yeah. skies open up and it, I'm thinking I'm being like, I'm like the like week long, like you don't see the sun for, for days. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> I think that you're more of a tropical rainstorm. Tropical rainstorm. Best of both yeah. worlds. Yeah, you have like a, like a pina colada in one hand and a glass of water in the other, you know? That works. What are you? Yeah. I don't know. I like snow. Maybe I'd be a blizzard. <laughs> and I like eating blizzards, so. From Dairy Queen. <laughs> <laughs> this tentative has been brought to you by Dairy Queen. Oh, I wish. We should call them. What kind of blizzard do you eat? Us. Do you have a favorite? What's your go-to? Oh, man, I love peanut butter. So anything with Reese's stuff, I don't know. I really want one now. <laughs> <laughs> man, it's just a cup of ice cream. It's just like a like a soft drink-sized cup of ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. If you were a blizzard, yeah. which blizzard would you be? <laughs> yeah, I would be like Oreo. Oh, dude, Oreo, like cookies and cream. Cookies and cream. That's also really good, yeah. I think we've gone I off the rails. So. I can't. I just like don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> it's, it's time Tom's to gonna cut all of this out. All of this out. Should we like wrap this thing up? Put a bow on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Episode one thousand two hundred and twenty-one. False. <laughs> you can get the show notes at tentative.fm/slash sixty-six. You can rate us on iTunes, please. You can tweet at us at tentative.fm. Yeah, tweet at us what your personality is in weather if you were a weather system which one would you be or you can tweet us what your favorite blizzard from dairy queen is <gasps> yeah i like that too. both and or actually combine Just them together the yeah combine them together oh my God. what kind of blizzard <laughs> would you eat during the weather storm that is you <laughs> and there's one more email yes hosts at tentative.fm fm <laughs> and i think that's com. it slash hello.php slash index slash (laughs) slash tangent (laughs) okay i need to go now (laughs) go have fun on your friday of the first yay thank you and go get a grill (laughs) yeah i'll have to make sure that that would that's in the budget or i'll just buy it don will yell at me yeah or just get like a charcoal one or just keep an eye out charcoal so much work i know it's so bad but you said budget and i say charcoal yeah so Time is money. But, money uh, is time. That's a really good point. Whoa. What's going on over there? 
Do you hear that? I think so. First Friday. I gotta, I gotta go. Yeah. It's party time. Party time. Oh, all right, Kyle. Have a wonderful weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. This podcast was brought to you by ThoughtBot. We are experienced designers and developers who turn your idea into the right product. With local studios in Boston, San Francisco, New York, London, Austin, and Raleigh, let's build something great together.